a whirlwind, you know? I, um, like I said earlier tonight, uh, the way this game is designed is to shake you, and I am perfect for those, the people that create this show. I go on their little ride. Um, before going into this, my thought was if I ever get back on All Stars, because I was never asked before this, but if Alexis Michelle will never win RuPaul's Drag Race. And yet somehow when I was there, when I was getting buttered up by them, I thought maybe, maybe I could. And on that first day, it felt like maybe I could. So I'm perfect for them. I went on the ride and then it fucking shook me up and I did some crazy fucking stupid shit. And uh, yeah, so it, it wasn't all fun for me. I'm glad you had fun though. Marys, this clip is from this week's Roscoe's viewing party in Chicago where Alexis Michelle and Lala Ree were both the guests this week. And I have to say like, if you're watching Untucked, if you're watching the show this season in particular, you're you're actually only getting a quarter of the story. The girls this season in particular, more so than I think even All Stars Seven, are just becoming so much more bold, so much like flirting with the line with their NDA. I learned this episode that the girls are very aware that there is writing on the wall and that they kind of know that who goes home is kind of already laid out. I mean, we all know about the 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 note slipped under uh, Jiggly's <laughs> Jiggly, hotel room yeah. door. I mean, I feel like that, yeah, it's like that is a, a literal example of what a lot of these queens know going in. It's like, okay, I'm not here to be the winner. I'm here to be- I'm an early out. Yeah, yeah. right. Like, yeah. I, Kasha Davis could probably say, like, listen, I knew they weren't going to crown me. Well, it's interesting because Nasha has said something like, look, I'd be happy to do this show if you told me I was going out second. Mm -hmm. So then I didn't have to spend money on 18 looks. Yeah. Like it's she's got a point there. Like if they absolutely already know now that the thing is, is that maybe they they have an idea and then sometimes the queens kind of surprise them like a jinx monsoon, for instance. Yeah. Right. I mean, I I feel like. Again, All Star Six. I feel like Kylie. I was like, I don't know if I expect Kylie to win. I mean, and that was based purely on just the expectations you have based on the cast that they have. You know what I mean? Like, mm. once Sasha Colby walks in, it's like, okay, well, I think we know who's right. winning this season. You know? And you know that's why the edit for season thirteen, season twelve was so wild, and why they the the producers kind of expose themselves because we see the edit of Jada Essence Hall versus the queen that they edited out and how quickly they can just change a story. It It's fantastic. And I think it's interesting to hear Alexis talk about the ride that they bring you on because that that's exactly what happened in Unreal, you know, and kind of what uh, other past reality contestants say. You are brought in there and then an, an entirely new reality is created for you. I also, this clip in particular, I feel like we're also getting the the version of Alexis that truly is your Aunt Alexis from Massapequa yes. sitting you down in her living room to say, well, I'm glad you had fun. I mean, <laughs> you know, 
I didn't, it, it wasn't necessarily fun for me, you know, and like kind of aggressively right. stirring her international, <laughs> uh, international, what is it, international co- coffees, um, uh-huh. those flavored coffees from the 90s. Like, I, I, I did also enjoy that about this, not only what she was saying, but just kind of like, oh, I wish you don't come across this way on yep. TV, you know? Well, yeah, and they, they're not going to capture it either. They, they, they know exactly what they want. They know exactly what they want to show. It's, it's fascinating. You know, not to say the the other the other reason I, I I like this clip of the week is it brings up another point. Like when the when the girls break the fourth wall on these Roscoe's viewing parties, on podcasts, on online for tweet tweeting or the fighting and all of that, like Heidi and her Patreon and and all of that. Um, it does. I mean it. I don't know if it makes the show more interesting. I feel like it, it gets more frustrating to watch the show then. Instead of being like, oh, she backstabbed La La Rie, you know, and just seeing them as characters. You know what I mean? I, and granted, like, we do want to humanize these people. Unfortunately, the fans take it so seriously that now the there's a, a portion of the of the girls, of the contestants, that need to kind of explain things or try to try to reframe the show so that they remember that it's a produced reality show and that it's not always what it seems. And this America and our countries abroad and Mary's abroad is where I come to you with my PSA to don't go on Twitter. Don't go on Twitter. Stay off Twitter. All of this is rooted in Twitter. I don't even see it on Instagram. And if I do, it's like Lady Bunny fighting with people in the comments for her problematic posts. But I I just think that all of this is like the byproduct that comes with the territory. And I think it to me, it's like, then don't go on Twitter. You know, don't look at it. Yeah, don't look at it. I mean, I, I'll say the same about Reddit, though. I think that p- p- people are really nasty on Reddit, too. Yeah, especially the Skipper subreddit. You know, the, there's bar, bar. So there's r slash uh, RuPaul's Drag Race, which is like the big RuPaul's Drag Race subreddit, the Barbie subreddit. And then there's the lesser one, r slash Drag Race. That's the Skipper subreddit. And I feel like the Skipper subreddit is a little bit nastier than the well-moderated Barbie subreddit. This is so stupid. Girl, like, someone out there is, is like, doing the Nina Bonita Brown pointing and, and nodding at the Season 9 reunion right now at their phone. They know what I'm talking about. Oh, no, I'm not saying that you're stupid. I'm saying it's oh. just so – it's it, the, the whole system is so stupid to me. Yeah. Um, but, but, yeah, no, I, uh, fans are nasty. And they're all – God, yeah. No, even that person that was so bold at this particular Roscoe viewing party. Uh, I will say, Mary's, if you have not watched it, I was glued to the screen the whole time. I just it was so fascinating to hear what was being said. And uh, also knowing that the queens on Roscoe's viewing party have just been bashing Alexis, not Nasha, but like the other two. Uh, it's just been really interesting. It was really interesting to see. But there was one fan that was just so bold to heckle. Alexis and then Nasha just goes off on this person. It it's an interesting watch. If you didn't find sorry my uh, Alexa is talking. Alexa stop talking. Um it it it's just fascinating to me. Anyway, sorry. Uh it was super annoying. Um I forgot what I was saying. 
Oh, because you're you're Alexa, you're you're Alexa Michelle. That's we've gotten that complaint before that when we talk about Alexis Michelle, people's Alexas go off. So yes. Alexis Michelle, yes. Alexis Michelle, Alexis Michelle. No, you're so mean. <laughs> anyway, uh, Rossi's viewing party was uh, really interesting. Uh, it was really interesting. The fans are just getting bolder, Mary. Um, and uh, I I don't know. It is kind of decaying the show because of the fandom, but also because the queens do feel then the need to protect their brand, protect kind of their livelihood. And then what happens in a couple of weeks? You know what I mean? Like there's all this. Yeah, you're right. And and, I, and like really like, you know, because it's like there's all this fervor. And then like in a couple of weeks, it's over. The fame games, the voting happens. Whoever wins that wins. And then like, you know what I mean? Because it's like then everyone just kind of moves on to the next like thing to feast on. And it's I, I guess I just look at it that way. It's like. All of this is real and none of this is real. Yeah, you know what's real to me? And, I, I, you know, I guess it cuts both ways. But to give credit to the producers and to the cast, Alexis's drama, I mean, she made the, the show very interesting. And, and I don't know if it was her or if it was the editing that made it very interesting. Um, but Alexis, Candy, the, the, the drama, the conflict... It was all very interesting. Heidi going home, all of that. Uh, it's something to talk about. It's something to distract us. It's an escape. Oh, I think Alexis was great TV this season. I think whether it was an edit or, or her or a combination of the two, I think she was great TV. I think it was a, a narrative we don't always get on Drag Race. I think... The more she can just like lean into it and just embrace it because it is what it is. You know, these queens who go on these explanation tours, I think it's a lot easier to just lean in and be like, okay, it is what it is because then you'll like evolve from there. You know, I I think um, trying to go around and convince people of something different, like they're always going to. No one's going to change their. They're going to believe what they first saw. Yeah, yeah exactly. What, they first saw. what I so saw, true. you know, is yeah, I saw you. I saw yeah. you eliminating Lala. Eliminating Lala Ree. Yeah. Yeah. No, I went to Alexis's uh, her cabaret show at Joe's Pub on Wednesday, and it was absolutely phenomenal. Alexis is so fucking talented. She's so good. And after this show is over, that's what she's going to have. She's going to have those live shows. And so the fact that people are talking about her, whether it was polarizing or not, like whether whether you loved her or you hated her, if you go and see her, she's she's got the chops to back it up. And I think that's, I don't know, that's what's important to me is to see that there is that that her her career hasn't been ruined in any way um that that you know she she went on the show she leveled up and she showed it so i don't know i loved her on this season i'm also very biased obviously but um i i loved her on the season i thought that she looked great and yeah she had a lot of wild wacky reality show moments which are to be expected but did you like alexis michelle <laughs> Um, I listen. I I think uh, I, all I can do is agree. I think she's great. I haven't I haven't seen her live since that time we went to go see her years ago, and she did two and two. And I you know uh, I know it's a very different so Alexis, good. but it's a great it's a great lip sync. Great lip sync, yeah. Uh, back in the day, she used to do ladies who lunch and drink a shot of tequila every single time that she makes a toast and she's falling over by the end. It's, it was, you can't do that anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, no, she's, 
uh, great TV. I also, you know, Mary, we've talked about this before. Drag Race isn't for everybody. It's not. Um, Trixie Mattel talked about it. Drag Race just like isn't for every single type of queen. And some people can't handle it. Somebody like uh, Jimbo or Candy Muse, uh, even somebody like um, Jade Essence Hall, right? They, I think they're really good at it. I think that they get it. I think that they can handle that pressure. And there are some people with just a different kind of, I don't know, um, different ability, different sentiment, different emotional states, right? Mary, you talk about all the time. You're like, no, I would be a mess. I would be, I a would mess. be the worst. I would be uh, like, I would make Alexis Michelle look like Simone in terms of just like an impeccable edit. I would be a combination of mean and crying and storming out of my makeup dress i mean uh, it would i would never get into drag i would i would get as far as the makeup dress and then i would scream at everybody and then i would just wait outside the minivan i'd wait outside of it <laughs> yeah, outside of it you'd be a producer's dream oh oh I, they wouldn't eliminate me it would be such a like one of those big brother situations where they don't eliminate someone from the house because just like watching them melt down and fight with everyone is better tv uh yeah, hey, why not? Uh, anyway, this episode was interesting. I thought the roast uh, was half funny. Um, there was one, like, just terrible performance that they could have cut, and I don't know why they didn't cut it, but that's a whole other story. Uh, what do you say we jump in, Mary? I th Yeah, let's, you know, let's jump in the line. Uh, Get your body on time. Okay, yeah. I believe you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... Uh, Listen, you know, you and I, we we talked about this a little bit before we hit record. There aren't like any – my notes are like the little beats. It's like, oh, this little thing that happens. You know, like for example, when they're all sitting around on the couch and Candy like puts her legs out on the couch and kicks them. I don't know why they zoomed in to show us Candy kicking her legs, but <laughs> that was my takeaway from that conversation. <laughs> I, I feel like any little moment that they can show uh, that isn't a produced conversation is always interesting to me. Yeah, and that would like seem like, oh, we we caught you. We caught you yeah. just kicking your legs. We caught you just stimming out, Candy. <laughs> no, it was, it, yeah, no, that was a cute moment. Yeah. It was a cute moment. Uh, yeah, the, we find out that everybody agreed with Alexis, and they all sent Lala Ree home. Yeah, and then when Jimbo asked Alexis about, like, oh, didn't you say you'd remember, you know, what Lala Ree did for you? She's like, I did remember, but I didn't promise. And it to me it was like analogous to the like well you didn't say J K you know yeah. I didn't promise yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean <laughs> it's such diva behavior and like again I, the character we the clip of the week is the human being Alexis the character in this season it's such fabulous diva behavior to be like well I didn't promise I didn't necessarily say oh I will save you I just said oh I'll certainly remember if if you're ever in the same position smart. and I it's remembered smart. and I voted yeah. you out anyway. <laughs> Oh yeah, totally. And it's it's smart gameplay like uh, Candy, right? Where Candy, oh, I just had my brain just went like a million miles an hour because it's. I don't think sending Lala Ree home was smart gameplay. Just want to make that clear. But it's smart game gameplay the next day to be like, well, I didn't really promise. It's smart like Candy, just telling Alexis exactly what she needed to hear. Yeah, I, uh, I, I just, it, but I also love that it's kind of like, you know, 
the glove isn't fitting, so no one's acquitting. You know what I mean? Like it's a little bit like, okay, no, you didn't expl- you didn't write it in a contract, you know, but like <laughs> she seemed to think and we seemed to think you what you meant was <laughs> Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, they, yeah, and they all, they were, they were all able to get her back this episode. Oh, the, the downfall of Alexis Michelle yes. this episode. Get episode. that villain out of yeah. here! Get her out of here! Oh, yeah. the audience is gonna love this when they get when they all band together to get that mean old Alexis out of. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Get her out of here. Um, you know, uh, the next day I have to just point out because I love. I love how Drag Race still is as clunky as it was back in season two when RuPaul is introducing the challenge and then they have to ADR in. Oh, and don't forget the other judges and each other because at this roast, everyone gets burnt. RuPaul didn't say that in the room and it's like pasted in there like a with a piece, piece of scotch tape. It's so clunky. No one's safe at a roast chickens. I will tell you, Mary, it's. This All-Stars episode, not episode, season, it has been so much clearer when they Frankenstein sentences together. Mm. So much clearer. Well, this was Bride of Frankenstein. Like, this was, they really, uh, this is a real patchwork job. But then they seamlessly cut to RuPaul saying directly into the camera, how much for one rib? I forgot. So I don't know what part. they cut. Yeah, <laughs> I went for one rib. It was probably some uh, uh, buffet joke. Yeah, it was like you know we're all at a roast. I mean, she just kind of disassociated and just went to some fantasy world. <laughs> How much for you know, one? The last rib? time I was at a roast was at the tunnel, and when I was at the tunnel, they did this one roast show, but everybody had to bring bibs. And yeah, she's just telling a whole story. Uh, she's and they were like, making yeah, a rack and- of ribs in the corner. And I went up to them and I said, how much for one rib? Oh, God. Uh, you know, roast jokes. I got to say, even the roasts on Comedy Central, like there's writers for all of that. There's writers for all of that because they want to make sure that nobody does the same joke, that it's a successful show. And... You know, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to see them do a reality TV version of it, um, where that's not really uh, that's not really done. Well, and I feel like on Drag Race on past roast episodes, like it and roast general, like blur the lines with like just doing a stand up act, and so it's just kind of mm. like everyone's doing a stand up act on the same theme. So I, you know, I don't even think about like oh if the jokes repeat because I guess I feel like. I don't know, like the the roast of Joan Rivers, the Comedy Central roast of Joan Rivers. They're so like, it's like the same five jokes repeating. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, right. She's old. Yeah, yeah. Right. Her old pussy. Oh, she's old. Who'd want a yeah. fucking old lady like me? She's dry. Yeah, yeah like me. Yeah, yeah. right. right. Mm-hmm. Fuck you and fuck you. Yeah, um, yeah. The <laughs> Joan Rivers. Uh, yeah, we'll get to it. Um, Jimbo's storyline. This episode was. It's just so fascinating to me. They tried to make it seem like Jimbo was going to do poorly, uh, which it just doesn't make any sense. I feel like this episode, and this is a big statement. Don't come at me in the comments, uh, but I feel like this episode was one of the main, we got to see one of the main reasons why Jimbo was brought on to the U.S. version of All-Stars. We got to see Joan Rivers and we got to see that crazy white face clown thing. And I... 
It's kind of like bringing Derek Barry on and we hear Derek Barry isn't going to do Britney Spears and we're probably like, wait a minute, Mm -hmm. you have to do Britney Spears, right? They brought on Jimbo because of the fucking baloney clown act and his Joan Rivers. And I I just feel like like this episode was Jimbo's for the taking and for them to tell the story of like, well, Jimbo might not be doing very well. I'm just like, please. Please, I knew from the start Jimbo was winning this. Well, and this is the second week in a row that Jimbo has been the red herring. Because last week it was like, mm. oh, you're not going to have any makeup on. You're going to do a whole covered face. Oh, my God. What if, you know, and you're, we're all expecting a Valentina moment and then she wins. And then this week, yeah, it's like, oh, man, like, are you sure about doing a character? And like, it, it's it's the exact same setup. And the whole time, of course, the way the dynamics are being set up between Candy and Alexis, I'm like, Oh, okay. So Candy's going to be in the top two or in the top, and she's going to have to choose between Jimbo and Alexis. Like, Mm. I'm kind of thinking, oh, I know where things are going, or just that Jimbo is not setting up that Jimbo's going to fail this week. And so, uh, I don't know. There's also the possibility that they're just like, if we showed you everything as it was, then it'd be just too obvious that Jimbo's winning this season. Yeah. No, it's, it, I, I don't know. It's, it's one of those wild, Wild things that when you look back, you're like, oh, my God, of course. Right. Uh, not enough people saw UK versus the world's because Jimbo went home early. Right. And so they're like, well, let's bring him back. It was great TV then. It'll be great TV now. So it just makes sense to me the same way it makes sense to bring Katya out. You know, it's like, well, Katya's great TV. This will be great. You know. Oh, yeah. You're, it's like your uncle's girlfriend, Katya. I feel like that's the energy. I feel like it's like your divorced uncle's girlfriend. That's that's what she gives me. And I love a divorced uncle's girlfriend. This is oh, a treasured yeah. character. Um, oh, yeah. She's doing coke in the bathroom and mm-hmm. like tells people about it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, no. She's... I, I'm always happy to see Katya. She is a winner of many a Pizza Queen bracket, BSA bracket. Mm. Like she, I, I think she's great. And... Uh, I was happy to see her. I feel like they brought her in. Well, Reddit was saying like, oh, maybe they want her as a lip sync assassin, but then she got the hip surgery. Or they were like, oh, go in and just be a special guest to like give them advice on the roast. And she just kind of showed up and dicked around. But I don't want to watch Katya give people advice. I want to watch her dick around. I think that they knew that. I don't think she was going to give advice. Yeah, I don't, I don't think she I don't think she I think she knows I, th- I didn't think she was going to put on a character. Uh, I think Katya knows better. I think Katya is like, I'm not going to pretend to be this like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah, she knows. Yeah. You know, in she, my season, you know what I right. did in my season is if that's like the, the, the peak moment that any of them has ever done a joke <laughs> on stage. Oh, well, you know, back in my season, I had a stand up challenge. It's just. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did love She's... the I, I love the super cut of her just like dicking around. And for some reason, the one mm. of her standing over Je- Jessica going, what's the real tea? Like, I just imagine Jessica just trying to do her makeup. And <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, nothing serious about uh, Katya being on there. I also uh, call me crazy. I don't think there was anything serious about Michelle and Alec working with the queens. Oh, there. You know, the the only note I could possibly take from that segment of the episode is that naturally Michelle had asked Candy to Candy, Candy, wait, stop, breathe, <laughs> slow down. Candy, Candy, wait. Candy, Candy, stop. wait. 
We need Slow to hear down. that. We can't understand. Yeah, we need to hear that. Oh we my god, to, we need to hear that. That joke. That. We need to hear that. Mary, I thought you were going to clip that. We I, need to hear that. I thought I, I was like, I, Colin is going to clip that for me. <laughs> I know. No, you know, well, we're recording a day early because, of course, you're España bound this afternoon. Yes, I'm going to España. That's right. So I'm just, hours. I'm just mm. all thrown off, you know, because it's like. You know, it's Saturday morning, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. You didn't get to watch them. Yeah. No, I didn't get to do anything. I just got to, you know, uh, sit around and eat chips, sit around and eat chips. And, you know, and I choke. <laughs> what a mess. What a mess. <laughs> yeah. Well, your jacket should be longer than your shirt. <laughs> uh, I'm I, you know that I miss that clip sometimes when it's when I'm not hearing it. <laughs> I, I think that is that you know this season you know there's always clips that kind of rise to the top of the pack and i would say that obviously candy candy wait you know you won't hit me uh those have been very popular but i really enjoy the deep cut of abby lee miller telling a mom your jacket should be longer than your shirt <laughs> it's so true it's i mean so true. she's right She's right. Well, Abby, Abby Lee Miller was wrong about a lot of things. And most of that being how she treated people um, and what she did on reality television with, you know, moms and children. But she certainly she certainly had opinions about things that were right, uh, about a lot of choreography stuff, a lot about uh, who the moms were. Right. Um, and then obviously fashion. Yeah. Fashion. Jackets and shirts. Yes, and yeah. sparkles and yeah. things like that. Anyway. I'm going to Baskin yeah. Robbins. Oh, she's brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> I'm going brilliant. to Baskin Robbins. Was it Carvel? Was it Carvel? Like Baskin Robbins. I, I feel like I can and I I'm not an expert on that clip, but that is a great tote bag. I'm going to Baskin Robbins and just like a I little I think it I I think it was Carvel, Mary. I do. I do. No, Mary, I am gonna we're gonna right now, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask Google. Oh, you're gonna ask Siri? Abby Lee Miller, I'm going to Baskin Robbins. All right, let's see. I'm going to Baskin Robbins. Here, let's. It play. is Baskin Robbins. Let, oh, good. Let's play it on the on the phone. I don't know. I think I'm going to go to Baskin Robbins. What is going on? Well, great. Anyway, I I absolutely uh, just want to say that I forgot what we were talking about, but. Um, the uh, the Michelle Visage and Alec Mappa. We yeah, need to hear that. Not much was going on. Yeah. yeah, we need to hear that. We need to hear that. Uh, yeah, yeah n not, you know, I, I like when they have an actual person there, like giving hardcore advice. Uh, it's worth just saying that again because um, writing jokes is hard. You know, none of them were talking about like actual things to fix. It was more performance stuff, right? It was like, slow down, make sure we can enunciate. This is a story. This isn't, these aren't jokes. Um, I don't even know what they were saying. Oh, with Joan Rivers, they were like, you got to nail this. You got to make this really great. Um, Mary, would do you think that doing a character for a roast is like smart? I think in this situation, it certainly was. I think, I mean, lest we forget, I think the the very first roast on Drag Race, Coco Montrese won playing a character. Yeah, yeah so it was, like it was smart. Yeah, I feel like if we look back at the you know the roasts that have happened and and the times people have either played an elevated version of themselves or have dipped into a character, I mean, I, I'm sure it's failed a few times, but I think we've seen examples of like. So long as it's fucking funny, you know, make make me fucking laugh. Make me fucking laugh. Yeah. Spiders uh, all over your tits. Then <laughs> yeah, you're great. Right, exactly. 
Um, yeah, no, I I think uh, the the number one rule is make Rue laugh, have jokes. You know, people. I think I don't know if they talked about this on Untucked or on the episode or whatever, but. It really, it has to be joke after, I think this is Ross Matthews. It's joke after joke after joke. You don't need a story. It should just be set up, punchline, set up, punchline, set up, punchline. It should just be that for five minutes. It's very hard. It's very hard. You want to like vamp a little bit to get to another joke, but that is not a good roast. A roast is just heat after heat after heat, one after another, one-liner, one-liner, one-liner. It doesn't even need to make like a lot of narrative sense. And that's why Jimbo's was so successful because he he knows what to do and he knows how Joan did it. And it was just joke after joke after joke, dig after dig. And it doesn't stop. There's no story. I just say, speaking of joke, I... Katya's joke, uh, the gay necrophiliac. What, was, what does a gay necrophiliac say? That rotten asshole split on me again. I mm. think is genius, and I think was actually great advice to the queens of like you have to bring jokes like that. You've got to just like don't tell a story, just like tell a filthy joke and move on. Do you think the queens? I feel like this is very Michelle Visage, but like, do you think the queens often are telling? really really racy jokes and then they're told to tone it down i don't know i mean i guess i never really thought about like if they have to ever run their material by anyone before they film it well yeah i guess you're right but and then they would just edit it out right they would just edit out anything that was too racy um but i feel like there must be some sort of you know filter I mean, probably they're probably given some parameters, but I don't know uh, that I have no idea. Uh, mm. I don't know what uh, I, who, Mary's out there. What do you know? Have there been queens who have said, oh, they edited out some of my jokes or they cut my roast or I was told I couldn't tell this joke. Um, we've got Didn't Nancy Drew's happen? out there. Didn't that happen in All Star 7? I feel like that must have happened in All Star 7. Like like Monet told a really, really racy joke, but they cut it out or something. Uh, I don't know. I feel like it might have happened already. Yeah. But uh, our Nancy Drews will help us for yeah. sure. Uh, well, should we bring it to the runway? Um, run, 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 runway. I love this orange studded dress. I loved it on RuPaul. I, I, all I could see was bald RuPaul. I like the way the wig was set back. I felt like the wig was behind her. And I was like, oh, this is what Ru looks like without a wig. Oh, and it made, you've never I, seen Rue without a wig. Oh, no, I've never seen Rue without a wig. And it was like, oh man, Rue, some big chunky earrings and a bald head. I could get into this. Mm, okay, all right, fair. Uh, yeah, I, I, all that's left is the roast, right? They go right into the roast. Um, did you? Did they? Did anybody do poorly? I mean, I think that. I think that everybody had some highlights. I feel like, you know, Alexis, in some ways, there are moments of her delivery that she was giving me Kasha Davis vibes. Like there would be mm. this kind of like, I think when she was talking to Jimbo and she was like, those tits, like that, that kind of like those tits felt like a Kasha Davis kind of delivery. Um, mm. But I thought that she was great. I thought that Jessica, I think, was like the pizza performer. I think that she mm. was very charming. 
Um, but I did really like her last line of like, and as soon as I get out of here, I'm still not watching it. I thought that was a, a nice, you know. Uh, and Candy, Candy was probably the weakest for me. Oh, okay. Um, I think Candy can write good burns, and she did. I will say the one that, she, oh, she said, oh, RuPaul, you're such a good actor that you can sit up here weekly and still say good things about Alexis Michelle. I was like, that is, that's deep. That that cuts, Mary. That's like, oof, girl. Um, I like that Candy kind of went for it uh, and took risks in that sense. That's kind of where I think it should go. I think the perfect performance was Jimbo. And then you have Alexis and uh, Jessica kind of in the middle. And Candy's was, it, it, Candy's could have either failed or been really great. And it was too hot and cold for me to really kind of see. But I thought they all did great. And I hate that I can just platitude like that. But I really did. I thought they edited them all to make them all sound really great. And they've got Rue, who, you know, loves music, loves oh. to dance, loves to laugh, loves colors. It's a company town. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that always helps when RuPaul's slapping the desk. It's like, oh, I guess it was uh, really funny. She was scream laughing at some points. And I'm just like, ah, I don't know if that was that funny. Right. Um, yeah. I don't know. There was there was something there. I will say the worst performance of the night where I'm just like, why did we keep this? Was Jackie Wood, Tom Felicia. I'm oh, just like, yeah, this was bad. And they wrote this for you. Jackie Wood, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. That was my thought. I was like, someone someone wrote this for you. Like, this was, a few people could have written this. This is terrible. Yeah. Mm -mm. No. Cut. Cut yeah. it. Cut it for time. Uh, give us more, I don't know, time in the workroom or longer even longer um, segments for the girls. I did not need Tom Felicia's Jackie Wood. Oh, my God. I mean, you know, have a mini challenge, for God's sake. But, I mean, maybe just ask Jimbo to double, double it. Because I thought Jimbo was mm. so good. I thought, like... Yeah. Uh, for some reason, the the part that I loved the most was like, you know, the reason why the desk is so big is to <laughs> hide her catheter in that scooter she rides in on. <laughs> uh, I the best was... joke for me, I I couldn't, I I surprised myself with how hard I laughed. Um, Candy Muse is such a bitch. You got to let her smell your oh. hand before you get too close. <laughs> yeah, what? And I love that. That was it's... wild. And it's a great sister joke to like, you miss your mother, smell my goddamn fingers. <laughs> Which is also yes, a yes. highlight. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, the levels of this, such a bitch. You gotta look, look, let her smell your hand. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's still tickling me. Um, also, the <laughs> she's more more full of shit than Alexa <laughs> Michelle's mouth yeah. that full something. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> See, it's like I don't I think in comparison, I don't really see how Candy like pushed the line compared to like Jimbo, who just I think took it that took it as far as you could go. Yeah, I mean, you're you're right. I feel like I feel like, though, the jokes were clever. Right. Whereas 
it, it, that one joke about Alexis Michelle just felt like a little too personal and a little too real, if you will, if you know what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Whereas this is like, oh, Alexis is a whore and then Candy is such a bitch, right? And mm-hmm. all of those things, you know, I don't know. Um, but you're right. No, I hear what you're saying. Um, the Ellen DeGeneres, Tilda Swinton switch was also very, very uh, mm-hmm. clever and well delivered. Yeah, I thought she was great. I thought it worked really well. And and I liked the feedback that Jimbo got. I liked that kind of like you you kind of brought Joan back to life. I thought, oh, that was kind of a sweet lens to look at this in. It's like, you know, RuPaul saying it was an honor to watch this roast. I was like, well, that's A, like just crown her already. But B, I was uh-huh. like, I get what you're saying. It was kind of fun to kind of experience Joan Rivers at a roast. Yeah, Joan Rivers at a roast. Um, I Overall, you know, I guess after I watched the roast, I might have texted you this, but I kind of felt like this was kind of a a gentle warming. I don't know. It didn't feel like it went in at all on Carson. No, I, I feel like they didn't really know. There wasn't really much to go in on. You know what I mean? It's like, they're like, what do I know about him? I was told he likes horses and he's... <laughs> You know, uh, he, he's he, he's got, you know, a trailblazer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got Botox in his face. I don't you know, mm. I mean, uh, yeah, I think maybe that was the issue is like Michelle is kind of an easy target. RuPaul, I think, you know, there's there's kind of obvious things to kind of roast about either of them. Even even the ro- roast of Ross Matthews. I feel like there's easier things to go in on with Carson. I think it's like everyone likes Carson. There's not really anything to like make fun of him about. Yeah, you have to roast everybody else, I guess, more. Yeah, uh, That's kind of the point of it. Uh, I'm glad that we got a roast. You know, I always enjoy a roast episode, um, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then we got these snow bunny looks, and uh, Alexis got the beat this week. So... Oh, she did. Oh, I was going to ask. And okay. Jimbo. Alexis and Jimbo got the beat this week. So, mm. yeah. I I appreciated Candy's Blair St. Clair Jujubee Schber, uh points for that. Um, I I think Jessica did it and Alexis did it, but they didn't do the sh part. They only did the burr. Part. Yeah, you can't be like you have to be like quiet. I'm cold. Don't yeah. tell anybody. <laughs> I'm cold. <laughs> I'm so freezing. It's a uh, secret. It's it's a secret. What a what a like a small nuanced moment, like a little detail from Drag Race. That's just I don't know carrying on. I think it's brilliant. uh, You know, if you blink, you miss it. You know. Yeah, and like what it refers back to is like a queen who went home on in season ten in the middle of her season, hadn't won any challenges. You know, I mean, (laughs) and RuPaul made fun of her. And RuPaul was making fun of her. Yeah. (laughs) She's like, that was so stupid. Yeah, I thought that was just so dumb, and we just laugh about it. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I did appreciate uh, RuPaul going, hi, hyperthermia. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Ru. Uh, I mean, it's what no slapper cut. What did you think of these looks? You know? Oh, sl- it's, it is not. Yeah. <laughs> no. Um, what did you think of these looks? Uh, you know, I think that Candy, I mean, I, I was like, Candy, Candy. Wait, wait, come on, stop, stop, like enough, (laughs) like a new silhouette. Come on. Uh, And and who am I to talk? You know, I I wear the Astoria gay silhouette every day, but I'm not competing for $200,000. I'm just trying to, you know, pay my rent. You're not choking, bitch. I'm not. And I'm not choking, bitch. And I often and I choke. I even have it on the soundboard. And I choke. 
So I mean it. Um, I think that Jessica's was fine, but Jessica's my last remaining pizza queen. So like whatever Jessica does is fine. Mm. Yeah, this runway had kind of a little impact. Um, I will say Alexis, I thought, was the most surprising um, in terms of like, oh, I haven't seen her hair look like that in a while. Uh, I I thought the whole look looked really great, but all of them kind of blended into one for me. Yeah, I mean, Jimbo's was kind of clearly the most ambitious. And I did feel like Jimbo, and I feel like I've seen this other weeks and it just like clicked this week. Sometimes Jimbo looks like Sharon Needles. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I don't see that. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, are we not allowed to refer to Sharon Needles? Is she like the other Sherry Pie? I, I, I. That's not how I operate. But uh, uh, you know, I just don't see it, Mary. Well, you gotta look closer. You gotta look closer. Uh, <laughs> not gonna see me. Not gonna see me. I'm not. I'm the. I'm the wrong queen for you. Um. <laughs> Why fight it? Okay. Yeah. Charles! <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Just 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 erase the awkwardness with Drew. Yeah. And John. Just yeah. When all else fails, then you don't know what to say. You're just like Charles! Yeah. Trust the Duchess. I think Jimbo rightly won this episode. Uh I don't think there's any ambiguity here. Uh Jimbo absolutely won. It didn't feel like there was any production kind of infiltrating if you will um and it was very clear that alexis was going home there's just there the thing about seeing production kind of meddling seeing the girls all just going on track record i will say this whole season there hasn't been except for maybe la la and candy uh with alexis i just don't think there's been any suspense I haven't been like, oh, who are they going to pick? Never. It it just hasn't, that hasn't been the case for me. I think early on there was because I had hopes that there'd be surprises like Darian or Kasha. Oh. Oh, but see. then as like the, as the eliminations became a little bit more like, well, that's all right. I kind of expected this. Like really what it came down to was like, the only suspense was really when is Alexis Michelle going to go home? Because like mm. I knew Jimbo was in for the long run. I knew Candy was in for the long run. Like you could feel that Jessica and, you know, deservedly so was in for the long run. But otherwise, I mean, it was kind of like, ooh, what if there's a surprise with Lala or Alexis? But now that we're at this point in the competition, it's like, mm, no, this is pretty much, I guess Heidi was the only real wild card. If she, if she had not left, I I wonder yeah. how that would have changed these top placements. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I remember you were surprised by Darian when I, she went home. Yeah, I really wanted her to stick around. Uh, but I just really enjoyed Darian. So I had, you know, I had my late colored lenses on. I will say she has been consistent on the runway for the quote unquote fame games. I don't think she's going to win the fame games because I don't think the fame games have anything to do what they're doing on the runway. But uh, if it were about that runway, it would be between Alexis and uh, Darian for me. Yeah. You know, Darian this week, I don't, the, this, I like the concept. I like that she was doing this kind of like snow, snow bunny, but like oh, cocaine, oh, cocaine. I love that. But it yeah. was like giving me that like scene in Sex in the City in the movie when Carrie like puts on her fur coat and runs to Miranda's house on New Year's. Like it just had that kind of like 
I'm just gonna put this coat on over this nightgown and and oh. run while you know somebody warbles a version of Old Lang Syne. You know, I barely remember that movie, but I do remember there being a scene where she has to go to a party. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I guess that must have happened at some point in that movie. Right. You know? um, <laughs> I think they went to a party at some point. I think there was like a drink maybe they had in a scene. I don't remember, though. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I thought Darian. Um, I don't know. All all of her runways have been so good. And I don't know. Interesting. Surprising compared to the other fame game looks. I've just been more impressed with Darian's looking forward to Darian's. Um, so. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, that's kind of where I'm at, you know. Well, we get another appearance from uh, Silky G- Nutmeg Ganache on her, like, fourth or fifth season of, you know, RuPaul's Drag Race as our Lipstick Assassin this week. Sure, yeah. She was also at the Roscoe's viewing party. Uh-oh. Oh. She made a special appearance. Oh, yeah. you know what? Just before we logged on, I saw a Reddit post about her being there, and she had said... That the edit, uh, you know, Queen's explaining, made sure to show the parts where Jimbo knew the words because for a lot of the song, Jimbo did not know the words. <laughs> I don't think that this performance or Jimbo winning had anything to do with knowing the words. I didn't care at all if Jimbo knew the words in this lip sync. Oh, I think I agree completely. Again, this was another uh, why Jimbo was brought on. They wanted this again, they wanted to recreate this again. I feel like. They were like, Jimbo, make sure you bring that clown look, you know? Throw baloney at the judges. Yeah, do it. Do it. And and she's like, all right, sure, I'll do exactly that, right? Um, that's how to win. That's how to win. Uh, I mean, I and lo- it's smart. I love out of context. Some of those moments in the lip sync were just mm. so fabulous of just like Silky and Jimbo just like throwing slices of baloney at the judges during, you know, this song, Freakazoid song. <laughs> out of context, I mean, it just was it kind of gave me like a jolt of of like dopamine of like oh god i love this show cuz this yeah. what's happening right here is not happening anywhere else this is yeah. fucking insane and you got to yeah, give the show like, credit you know if you just casually turn it on and you watch this scene you're like what the fuck yeah. is this? what the fuck is going on yeah. and and you know for his, and understandably we get tired of the show you get fatigued you know it's these hard problems we live with but like when you pull back and you look at it from that more objective point of view, it's like, ah, no one, this is ridiculous. This is so cool. Oh, Jimbo. Well, Jimbo finally wins. Uh, you know, uh, I think this is the first lip sync win, right? Yeah. Jimbo. I feel like the theme of this episode was also that Jimbo won it her way. She won the roast by being a character mm. and won the lip sync by doing like a fully Jimbo fied performance versus trying to kind of like do a classic lip sync. And so I thought there was a nice kind of moral there of like, you got to do it your way, baby. Yeah, make it memorable, create the memes, you know, call back, brand yourself, all of those things. I think it was smart. Um, I also love seeing Silky back. I don't think Silky won. No, no. Yeah. You know, that part, she she takes off the coat and she's in the bodysuit and she starts to do that little step. And then, you know what I mean? She starts to do that little like dance class step. I can't, I don't even know. I don't even know how to describe it, but she's just like, it's like she's. It's like someone went five, six, seven, eight, and she starts doing these moves. And I was like, oh, not this. Not this. This isn't, <laughs> not, this isn't going to do it. Jan, Jan Sport, not this. Not this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, we do get Jan Sport in Untucked. Yeah, she you remember was, that. Yeah, she was doing like <laughs> Stephen Sondheim drag. <laughs> she had the turtleneck and the hair. Stephen Sondheim drag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what I, I thought she was doing. Sondheim. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I love that she was there. I love that she publicly came out and talked about her love for Alexis. Um, you know, it's just not always. I didn't. I didn't. I don't think they showed her ever talking about Alexis on her season. So it's nice that they were able to show that. Yeah. So, I mean, really, this was uh, two the matron matron saints of this podcast. Mm, uh, yes. the, the Barbie and Skipper of All Right, Mary. Oh, the Barbie and the Skipper. The, the one star reviews. Yes. <laughs> these are our one star queens, you know. If ever there was a reason to give All Right, Mary one star on iTunes, it's Jan, Jan, Jan. Enough about Jan. <laughs> Enough about Jan. Uh, Mary, do you want to give our listeners context on that? So, and and listen, Marys, I don't, I haven't looked at the reviews on iTunes in years. It's always oh, great years. if you leave a positive one. That's great because it's good for our, you know, for the overall. Please do, yeah, yeah. no, please. It's good do. for please the do. goose is good for the gander, but I don't need to see what other people think of me, especially negative things. But there, back in the day when I did look during our season twelve uh, recap, there was someone who left us a review that was like Jan, 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 Jan. Enough about Jan, and left us one star, and I just thought that was so funny. <laughs> That they, and it like, wasn't Amanda Kaczynski. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't yeah, know. I don't know. I guess. I guess she, uh, I know she hates Jan. So <laughs> Yeah. So apparently so does somebody else. And you might be out there listening, listener. And if you are, I don't. Why are you still listening to us? Jan, yeah, Jan, Jan, thought, Jan, Jan. Yeah, Jan. There you go. Jan. Jan. <laughs> Jan was robbed. Jan, 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 Jan. So great. Jan has a great voice. You don't know about Jan. Uh, and same with Alexis. I feel like, you know, she's one of those polarizing queens. Um, I, uh, you know, listeners are very interesting, right? Um, if you say something about a queen that you don't like, you know, it's just like, ah, you know, I get it. Um, but it's, uh, it's just an interesting reaction. Um, uh, where were we? Oh, we were talking about Jan in Untucked, but we were talking about, oh, we're talking about Jan, uh, of course. Yeah. Jimbo's, Jimbo's lip sync. Um, yeah, Jimbo wins, uh, then sends Alexis back in, which n- was surprised to nobody. I don't even think Alexis. Um, you know, I think they wanted a huge moment from her and she just didn't give it to them. She was, it was, she kept it all inside. There was the bulged eyes. There was a bit of a like, you know, swallow it back, choke it back. It, it, if it was a performance, it was a good one, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, t- don't get me wrong, Mary. And I've, I've said this on multiple podcasts episodes before, but I love when a queen leaves like a diva. Jimbo did it when he left uh, all st- uh, UK versus the world. Um, I, who is the one that just like storms out and doesn't say anything? Um Oh God! It was like last season, I think, yeah. or two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, I just, I don't know. I love it when they're just like so upset. Uh, I think it's great TV. I think it's, you know, it's more interesting that way. But oh um, yeah, you know, when they're mad. Oh yeah, when they're mad. Um, this was a very interesting moment. I don't know what if it was an editing choice or what, but. Alexa says, thank you for letting me be a part of your family. And then they just cut to Rue blankly staring at her. Yeah, I, I don't know. That was uh, that was kind of like candy kicking the legs on the couch. It's like, why did we cut to that? Why did, why was, of all of the footage you had, why was this, the, like, let's put this beat in here where Rue says nothing. Yeah, I don't know. Again, we've talked about the editors being out 
for Alexis Michelle. You know, it's 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 just an interesting choice um, to see that to see that. Yeah. Well, she's got her panties and she's leaving. I've got my panties and I'm taking them with me. I don't know if that's a quote, but it's cute. Uh, probably is. Um, yeah, Alexis is gone. We have this top three. And you're right, Mary. We're having a top two. Uh, there's a makeover mm-hmm. episode next. I uh, Here's my question for you. How are they going to eliminate? Because if the winner of the challenge has to lip sync against a uh, lip sync assassin, then aren't they just like destined to win that lip sync? Because the other two are not, are not going to agree. Maybe there's going to be a twist, you know, maybe because I don't know. Maybe there's going to be a twist if if the voting for the fame game doesn't even happen until the 14th. They've got a little mm. bit of time to fill. So I feel like there's going to be some kind of twist where all three will end up going to the finale. Oh. And then there'll be some kind of thing there, there that they'll narrow it down to a top two. Because you also think about it, a final episode with only two girls for the entire episode. I mean, on Christmas, come on. Hell on Christmas. Um, yeah, no, you're right. Uh, maybe there will be a twist and they'll keep it a top three just to keep it interesting. Um, I'd love to see all the queens come back. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, I'm curious to see who wins the fame games. I am curious. Uh, I will say they are, as much as I criticize the fame games and how it's conceived, I am curious to see who wins. Well, yeah, because I guess it'll be kind of, uh, it'll, it'll tell you something of like, Oh, how did people vote? Cause we can all at that point see like, okay, objectively, if we were going on like best runway looks, it would be this queen, but we already know this other queen's narrative who won. You know what I mean? Like there's kind of a, mm. who wins the fame games reveals something. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it is fan favorite, you know, I just, it's going to, that's whoever has the most fans. That's who's going to win. Yeah. Well, I am going to put my vote in for Nasha Lopez. All right. Hey, uh, I will say Nasha has been doing a really amazing job staying in the conversation week after week um, with the Roscoe's viewing party. Uh, it's I mean, when Nasha is not there, it's not as good of a show. Uh, and I think that's worth saying something, you know, and I uh, n- no shade to the other two. But um, it, I don't know. She's just a really good facilitator. She asks great questions, um, especially because she's been on the show. If I were to vote. Who wins the fame games? I'm going to vote for the villain of the season or Darian Lake. And the villain of the season is Alexis Michelle. Yeah, I mean, and Alexis, you know, I, you could say that objectively, you know, runway-wise, she probably has had the strongest looks. So, um, yeah. And, I mean, had a, an, a really interesting impact on the season. I don't know. Uh, she got people talking both ways. Uh, I don't know. We should have talked about her more. I feel like we yeah, never maybe. talked about her. You know, maybe instead we just talked about Nisha Lopez. My sister, my sister. I love her. I love her so much. (laughs) That's what all the queens at Roscoe's say when Nisha's there that week. My sister. (laughs) (laughs) What's this one? Mary's or bitches, either or. I'm back. Come on, Nasia. That's what she says when she's been gone for a week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then when Jessica gets there. She's left half the girls in the dust. Jessica, calm down. Yeah. Jessica, calm down. 
Remember this clip? Uh, welcome, all stars. Hi. Based on your. <laughs> Hi. That's a real underdog for this season because that brings a oh, lot of joy. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi. Oh, God bless Heidi. God yeah. bless them all. You know, God bless I, them all. I miss this clip. It's not fun. Uh, mm. You know, mm. it's not funny. Mm. I miss it. Yeah. That was a good but era. It's not. it's not funny, you know? It's not funny. I mean, you know, Mary, if we're, you know, just uh, vamping for time here, this one's always fabulous. Sasha Colby. Because mm. yeah. what episode are we without Sasha Colby? Um, and then obviously this one. Oh, yeah, it's real funny, Pamara. Oh, yes, yeah, real funny. Absolutely. Mary. Yeah. Mary, speaking of which, I have to watch Drag Race uh, Down Under. I'm going to download it to watch it on the plane. Um, I do think, you know, there's a conversation to be had. Uh, Mary's out there listening. Are they going to talk about Down Under? We don't know yet. We're going to decide. Uh, it, if we do, it'll be on uh, our Patreon. Yes. So I guess given all the things going on right now, we may do Down Under on Patreon. I have not watched any of Mexico yet. I know Mexico's out. I don't think we're going to be covering Mexico. But, you know, I love Mexico. Um Sure. Yeah, my sister Nisha. My sister Nisha uh, is, my, is yeah, here. They're, they're my buddies. Yeah, they're yeah. my buddies. You know, I yeah, you um, like these big tits. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I love big tits. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's the story on Mexico. Down and then there's also like Drag Race España All Stars. Oh, is that happening soon? I think the cast is getting announced later this month. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Drag Race España kind of burned me this season, so I need to think about that. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's all good. There's a lot going on. Uh, but anyway, about Drag Race Down there, we will decide uh, soon um, and catch up as we can. Uh, but I am going to watch the premiere. I'm going to see how it goes. Uh, you know, obviously, I think there's like talk of drama and the casting and whatever i'm just like surprise surprise i just feel like this is a consistent problem down under yeah i mean is it a problem or is it a feature is it a bug or a feature you know what i mean like i feel like there's also what i've what i'm coming to appreciate from down under is like oh there she is our messy little sister down under mm. sloppy mm. susan yeah, you like yeah. <laughs> i mean i think the more important thing is like are we gonna have a mini Cooper. Are we going to have yeah. a, oh, yes, very pom funny Pomara moment? Like, are we going to, like, oh, I love that. Probably Under. not. I feel like they're now afraid. Like, the contestants would be afraid to have that type of moment. I don't know. Don't you think? I mean, I, I feel like the, you know, going back to our clip of the week, it's like you might go in with a certain intention or concern or idea, and then you kind of get lulled yeah. into the, the show itself. So, and the next thing you know, you're yelling at people and you're wearing your makeup dress and you're standing outside of the minivan. <laughs> it's you, Mary. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming from experience, oh, you know? Oh God. I don't know how I, w I don't know how I would be on a reality show. I don't know. Uh, I think that they would I think I would be completely paranoid and then they would know that they, the producers would find that out and then totally exploit that and then make me like be mean to people because I they told me something that they said about me. I feel like that's what would happen. Yeah, they get you all upset, and then RuPaul would be like, "What's wrong with you?" Yeah, she'd be right, laughing right. at you. Yeah, what a mess. Yeah, a mess. Uh, who knows? I uh, uh, 
I think next week, I think you're right. They're, nobody's going to go home. Um, they're going to find some reason to have everybody stay for the makeovers. And then uh, after that, uh, Jessica Wilds, Jimbo, top two. That's what I'd like to see. That's what I'm. That's that's what I'm angling for. Yeah. 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 You know. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Not that Candy didn't play the game really well, but I think at the end there, I don't think it matters. I think it's about what the judges want, and you know, uh, they fucking love Candy. They love Candy, so um, I could also see that happening. Um, it's not like she did poorly this season. God, it's not like she doesn't deserve top two. I just love Jessica. You hate candy. I mean, it's. I think that's the more important <laughs> thing. Uh, I want candy. <laughs> are you excited to go to Spain? I am excited to go to to Spain. I'm muy excited, as Selena Stajki would say. Mm. Um, yes, I'm very excited to go to Spain. I'm nervous about the flight because I'm always nervous about the flight. And I hope that the air conditioning works in the Airbnb. But otherwise... Yeah, I'm going to turn off, Mary. going to turn off. I'm not even bringing a computer. Yeah, what that? of course not. Yeah. Um, and, and how long are you there for? A week. Oh, so what are you back on Saturday? Friday. Friday, Friday. All right. Yeah. Um, and what's the address of your Airbnb? <laughs> and if you could just give me the PIN number to your ATM card. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> it's two one two. Fuck, fuck you. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's four one three. Pussy way. Yeah. All right, Mary. <laughs> it's uh, eight six seven five three zero. Get the fuck out of my face. Uh, get out of my station. Yeah. You get know? out of my fucking station. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, I'm excited to go, yes, and uh, have a much-needed break, a much-needed turn-off session, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, I am excited to talk to you about the other two ending, uh, and just like that, uh, we do have a Matreon episode coming up, hopefully in the near future, talking about the episode six of The Bear Season 2 uh, Seven Fishes or The Fishes, uh, that episode with Jamie Lee Curtis. So all of that to look forward to after my vacation. And for anyone who's still with us, I do want to just acknowledge that our Real Housewives of New York casting conversation last week did stir up quite a lot of interest, much to your chagrin, oh. I'm sure. But a lot of people weighed in of who they would cast as Ramona Singer. And I feel like the most popular answer was Renee Zellweger. Oh, yeah. I saw that one response, Renee Zellweger. Okay. There were so more. more people said Renee. Oh, no. Okay. there were, Yeah. I got texts. We got messages. We got Patreon messages. No. Oh. We, the, the people have spoken. They, they want more Housewives content on this podcast. Hey, hey, listen, listen, if you if you stick to the seasons, I know. Well, you know, you've seen Scary Island and then you watched all the way to the reunion. So, uh, yeah, no, it's true. I, I gave it a good shot. Unlike some people giving things a good shot. Oh, I've seen at least half of jury duty and I do not guilty. I don't need to sit through any more trial there. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> witch, witch, you're a witch. Yeah. Uh, Mary, who's your PSA of this roast episode? Oh, your uncle's girlfriend, Katya. I really, oh, I thought it was okay. such a, it was such a bizarre shot in the arm. I was so, I feel like 
she's a tough one to beat. You know what I mean? Like if we're going to have a divas of drag race, you're not going to beat Chanel or we're going to have the ants of drag race. Mm. That might be fun. The ants of drag race. Uh, Katya is not quite your aunt. She's your uncle's girlfriend, but like anyone giving me aunt adjacent energy is going to be my BSA of the week. Got it. Well, I love all of that. I might give it to Candy Muse's mom uh, if you count Untucked. Oh, just because yeah. I think that she steals the show for whatever reason. She decided to film outside, which again is just like such a choice, and I love her for it. And Jimbo is a hot brother. I was surprised nobody oh, Jimbo commented. Is a hot brother. Yeah, nobody Jimbo was like, "Oh, brother. Jimbo, your brother is so hot." Yeah. Well. Uh, Candy Muse's mom. That's who I'm giving the BSA to if untucked counts. Mrs. Muse. All right. Not even Jan. Not even Jan. Wow. No, I didn't like that Jan kept on the glasses. Uh, Is it because she just had like LASIK eye surgery? Like why was she wearing them? I I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. It was very Stephen Sondheim, you know? It was very like... You know, the you know those videos on YouTube where he's like, you know, has students who are like singing another hundred people and he's like sitting there on that stool just like watching admiringly. You ever see those videos? Of course. Oh, that's the Steve that she was that, that Jan was given. Steve. Steve. That's Steve. Uh, Would you that's Steve. Yeah. Steve. You know I met Steven Sondheim. Did you fuck him? <laughs> you did. Has he fucked her? Has, uh, yeah. that's Dolores Did you Claymore. suck his cock? <laughs> yeah. Did you suck his cock? Uh, no, I met him. It was outdoors in public. Uh, you fucked and... him in public? <laughs> On Christmas? Well, your jacket uh, should be longer than your shirt. Yeah, I just, I only, I can only picture that Steve. And that, that Steve is the one that kind of looks like half of his face is sagging. Yeah. He walks with a cane. You know, that's the Steve I know. He kind of looks like he should be on the boat in Jaws. You know, like, yeah. oh, he's. <laughs> he's starting to look like if you frosted the cake while it was still hot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. He needed another coat after being yeah. put in the fridge. Yeah, let it yeah. sit. You gotta let it, you, yeah. you gotta be patient gotta about this. Yeah. Yeah, you really got to put that cake in the fridge, Mary. You, you, yes. you, if you think you're making a cake in two hours, you're wrong. No. It's going to take a lot longer than that because uh, it's hot. Yeah. It's hot out of the oven. It's hot. It's hot. And some like it hot, which was written by Stephen Sondheim. It was not. It was. That's why they have it on Broadway right now is because he died and they extended it. Um, Mary, this is all wrong. He this wrote it. Fake. He based it on the movie from the 80s. Mary. I hate you. I hate you. You're so awful. <laughs> he based it on the movie from the 80s. Mary, I'm going to start saying things like uh, Shelley Winters was in First Wives Club. And I'll believe it because that's the world I want to live in. I want Brenda her- Vaccaro. Brenda Vaccaro was a film editor, not an actress. Brenda Vaccaro was uh, she was more than just a film. No, editor. she wasn't. No, she wasn't. No, no she wasn't. No, she was an actress and the oh no, she was a, a a model in the early '90s and then became a film editor because her husband wanted her to be near the office all the time. Yeah, she, Brenda she, Vaccaro is not an actress. 
No, she's a regular Edith Schoonmaker. What's her name? That woman who edits all of Martin Scorsese's movies. <laughs> oh, my God. Edith Schoonmaker. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> Marys, we're going to end our episode there. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can uh, find us on Instagram at allrightmarypod. And if you want, I'm on Instagram at Johnny also. Her name is Thelma Schoonmaker. I got the I got the last name right. Um, but more importantly, if you want more in brilliant insights like that, you can hear me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, where we queen out on BSAs like your dad's girlfriend, Katya, or your uncle's girlfriend, Katya, speaking from experience. Uh, every week, you can also find me on Instagram at Drucker underscore, and you can get more of both of us on Patreon, including all this talk about all this prestige television and in just like that uh, at patreon.com slash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Uh, well, I I think I forgot www.allrightmary.com is also where you can find us and reach out to us if you want. Um, but Mary, what is our last chance lip sync this week? Well, in honor of Thelma Schoonmaker, uh, no, in honor of Alexis Michelle, this is, I, I can't believe, I'm sure we have done the song at some point, but I feel like if you listen to the lyrics and the style of it, this is kind of the perfect swan song for Alexis Michelle. And it's Take a Bow by Madonna. Oh, Take a Bow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's all about, you know, the show is over. Well, it's also from, you know. Uh, Evita. Some, yeah, I was going to say. It's from movie, Evita, which was written by Stephen Sondheim. <laughs> it's neither of those things, but that's all right. Yeah, well, he wrote it right before he did um, Chess. Which he based on his love of chess in the 60s. Well, he based it on uh, The Queen's Gambit Oh, Anya well, Taylor-Joy. He, yeah. Well, he's a big Anya Taylor-Joy fan. He saw her uh, in um, Yellow Jackets, and he was like, I love her. Thought the show went downhill in the second season, but I've got an idea. <laughs> That's right. Mary, how did he die? Oh, Reporters. Reporters. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. It's dark. It's not good. They found him in a bathtub. <laughs> and he was like, Red, I'm naked. Red, I'm naked. And he died about two yeah. years later in his sleep. Uh, yeah. In his sleep. All right. Well, uh, all these things are good to know. Mary's, uh, thanks so much. We are recording this literally the day after this uh, this episode aired so uh this episode might feel a little a little different but that's because it you know hasn't really marinated a lot for us um but you know we're in the home stretch here we're getting home uh on this all-stars eight season thank you so much for listening and here is take a bow take a bow because it's your birthday happy birthday steven and tot scenes Let's alone the curtains down.